The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations. You are listening to the podcast, Tea and Talk, presented to inform, educate, inspire, and encourage meaningful conversations on Bahamian arts and culture. My name is Robert Bain, dancer, teacher, choreographer, and someone who believes in the preservation of all things Bahamian. I am sitting down with persons of like mind to discuss the Bahamian perspective on the arts and the Bahamian way. Now, let's welcome our guest. Hello, this is Robert Bain, and uh, welcome to Tea and Talk. Uh, this is a continuing effort to promote uh, the artists. Um, I said in an earlier podcast is that dancers and musicians and entertainers in this country, we don't have a space of our own, and, and we normally go to somebody else's space, and of course they dictate. Uh, here, the artists have their space, and they can say exactly what's on their mind, you can share it, and I will publish it. Um, today is a very special day, because I, in in studio, in the dance studio, that is, um, we we have a special guest in the name of Mr. Lawrence Carroll. Now, I've known Lawrence for many years. Uh, we let me see how much I know of him. I know that he he and he'll tell you where where I go wrong with this one. Uh, but uh, he's a. a, a an original member of the Newbury Dancers. Uh, he attended the Ryerson Polytechnical um, Institute in uh, Canada. Uh, him and I shared uh, lead roles in some of the shows at the Crystal Palace many years ago. We both performed in Bahama Bound. And uh, let me see, what else did we do together? We both taught at the National Dance School, and both of us are uh, founding members of the National Dance Company of the Bahamas. Did I get it right? You sure did. All right. Um, but before we get started, and uh, welcome to Tea and Talk, Mr. Carroll. Well, thank you for the invite, and here I am. Oh, boy, listen. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this for, for a little while. Uh, but we, we Tea and Talk, and what we do with our guests is we share a cup of tea, and we sit and just enjoy the the, the moment. And today we have in fever grass, man. You ever had fever grass? No. Or well, fever grass, so we have a little fever grass and ginger action happening here. And uh, fever grass, uh, also mm -hmm. known as lemongrass. People got plenty that growing in the yard. And, oh, really? and, oh, yeah. And, and during the pandemic, persons used fever grass a lot. Persons were buying out the supermarket and, and, and ginger and, and, and all that sort of thing. And the wonderful thing about um, um, the lemongrass, or as we say in the Bahamas, fever grass, it relieves anxiety. Uh, many people find sipping hot tea to be relaxing, but, mm -hmm. but lemongrass may offer further anxiety-reducing properties. Interesting. Uh, it lowers cholesterol. It prevents uh, infection. It boosts oral health. Um, it relieves pain. It boosts red blood cell levels and relieves bloating. Wow. Uh, did you know that? No. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, since the pandemic, I heard a lot about uh, fever grass, but I never really had an opportunity to try it. Well, good. So now you get your, cha yeah. you get your chance to talk. But again, uh, Mr. Carroll, welcome to Tea and Talk. And um, I, I have some questions and uh, that I would like to ask you, but I think the one uh, that I want to ask first 
uh, before we get into stuff that we are really familiar with, is uh, this is the year of the 50th anniversary of independence. Uh, in 1973, you were part of that uh, 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 team that produced that show at Clifford Park. Clifford Park, yeah. Right, okay. Um, so, Lawrence, tell me, where have we come in 50 years? Nowhere. Wow. But when I say nowhere, when you compare to what happened in 1973, it was such an amazing thing when we uh, became independent. And how, I always, I still talk about it today, how collectively uh, Clement Bethel and uh, Vincent Sanders pulled that whole show together. Alex and, and Hubert Alex and, and Hubert, Hubert right. and Miss yes, Bass yes. and uh -huh. yes, mm -hmm. yes. And what I liked about it was um, Clement was the director, Sanders was the music person. And each school, Baz, Sabine, Farrington had their students and their schools were part of the production. So Clement chose the the theme was and each school each school had to put together their production. So we were the Indians, Shirley Hall Bass were the African, she had Aqua Boys, and Farrington was the Lutheran Adventurous. And what was so, I still remember to this day how all of us went away, we had our rehearsal areas, and we with our teachers who were also our choreographers for that element, created their own illusions. And then they all came together and one person directed that whole production. And to me, that was just amazing. Amazing. Yeah. It, it, it was a feat because I realized that, that I think it was about 250, well, a combine of 300 or something like that. It was a, a lot. It was a mm -hmm. lot of dancers, yeah. eh? Mm -hmm. But in terms of the dance itself, because that's the thing that you and I are familiar with. Uh, um, um, where, where are we, man? Well, I think we've come a long way. I guess you, like I, um, thank God we learned what we learned when we learned it. <laughs> so <laughs> the only thing left for us to do now is to pass that on. Now, how our students take what we give them, uh, depends on them because usually what happens is I'm sure you go through the same thing people that come to me to learn how to dance are usually smart they go to the private high schools and stuff mm -hmm. because you know they have to pay to take the uh, class absolutely and obviously when they um, finish with me they go away and they do something completely different yeah like nothing to do with the dance yeah and the other day I was like in nowhere land, and one of my students who's in Canada, she called me. She said, oh, guess what, guess what, guess what? I got a job at Central Bank. I said, <laughs> hallelujah. Yes. So I said, when, when are you coming home? When are you coming home? She said she's coming home in February. So hopefully she will come and work with me, and I could slowly just sit back and do the other aspect of the dance. Yes. You know? Yep. What um, 
in my, I feel, I mean, personally, and I, I just want to say too that the opinion expressed on this program is basically uh, the host, which is me and my guests, all right? And it really have no, um, um, nobody else is responsible for it. We are responsible for our own, you know, what we are saying. Um, but my thing is about the, 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 the progress of the dance. Uh, um, I realize that for dance in this country, there has never been a a, a national picture or a national uh, standard goal set yeah. uh, for the dance to 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 take place. I think the closest that we've been to that, in two instances, is with the establishment of the National Dance School in 1976, and then the National Dance Company in 1992. Mm -hmm. But even though those two two entities were established. Um, we still, <laughs> it's still at that same level. Yeah, because we, we, when we, <clears throat> well, when we showed up at the Dundas, <clears throat> excuse me, many years ago to establish to set up the National Dance Company at the Bahamas, we we actually went in there and we we had all these high hopes and we were going to hire the dancers and and and, and the dancers were going to be paid and and all those little things that that was supposed to happen that never did. Uh, and it's because, you know, and, and I mean, there have been persons that have spoke on our, our behalf. We, we've had a couple of directors. We've had uh, Clement Bethel. We've had um, Cleopas Adley, Nicolette Bethel. We had James Rolls for a time, uh, Veronica Ingram for a time. Uh, but we've had all these persons speaking on our behalf and writing all these policies and stuff like that. And still in, 19, in 2023, there's still nothing. We're still, 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 uh, still fighting. Uh, 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 about two, three years ago, they closed down the National Dance School. Uh, I mean, the only uh, uh, national dance institution in this country. Um, so we basically, uh, as one of my guests said, uh, we have actually progressed backwards, and you just said, said the same thing. And I want to know, how do we go about, how in, in the next phase of our life, within the next 50 years, how do you think we could possibly rectify those problems? How, I mean, what can we do to try and, 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 and fix that? Because uh, we obviously, over the past 50 years past, we haven't, we haven't done a good job at all, and we don't seem to have the, the, uh, the wherewithal to actually deal with it. I mean, how do we deal with it? Mm -hmm. I think at some point, uh, as we get older and older, I guess we get wiser and wiser. I think we all just need to collectively come together and decide what's your strength. Like what's Bain's strength, what's Carol's strength, what's Macintosh's strength, what's Noel's strength, or any of those dancers, right? Figure out what's their strength, and then we build on each other's strength. And then on top of that, we have to decide somebody has to lead. Well, Mr. Carroll, you know that that's a problem. I remember the late Winston Saunders mm -hmm. <clears throat> always said, and he always asked me the question, he says, Robert, why are you dancers so barbaric towards each other? And I, I, I just couldn't figure that out. And um, I don't know what, it, what it's gonna take. Mr. Gar Lawrence, the, the lawyers do it. The doctors do it. They brought up doctor's hospital. The lawyers have association. Everybody have something going on that represents their their profession. 
we dancers can't and and the dancers are just as smart or smarter mm-hmm. you know we don't just use our right brain or left brain we use both at the same time and i can't figure it out i can't for the life of me i cannot figure out why we're not able to actually come together we we, we have tried it um um we've tried it and what is it going to take how do we do it because oh. we can't wait on government to do stuff for us you know it's it's well, the only way we can do anything about the dance world, I think collectively we all have to come together and we all have to decide which way we're going to go and we all have to do, accept each person's ability and just grow and move on that. I'm just saying, you may be the one who is a great piano player. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can play piano. Right. But you can really play. Right. So... All right. Now, whoever's setting this up, they like me more so than you. Mm-hmm. So I end up with the job as playing the piano. You who should have the job as the piano player won't get it because the person who's deciding who's to play the piano is not, he doesn't like you. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes. So because of that, we have never, ever... We can never ever progress and move forward. As simple as there are many dance studios on this island. You've got uh, Gabriella with Eurythmics. You've got Robert Bain. You have Lawrence Carroll and some of the other people, right? And we do shows every year. And you would think that all those other schools would just come. Support. And be a part and yes. support yeah. the project. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So it's not like you want them to come to say, oh, we better than them, we better than that. No, it's you want them to, they should be a part of it because this is what we all do. And the problem on this island, Bane, is that whoever the powers may be, if you, they don't like you or you're not in their clique, it's not going to happen. Yeah. That's 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 really sad, you know, uh, man. Um, you know, um, going back to Mr. Saunders again, Vincent Saunders. Um, um, he he once told me that um, you know you have to you have to track uh, the kind of people that you want to be around. But if somebody is doing a performance, you should go there because mm-hmm. it's something that you can ask, you might learn something. I, when I, um, even though I have not lived in New York in many years, um, when I do go to New York, I, to New York and I go to see a performance, I learn something. I learn some technique. I see something, um, and then I come home and I try it. Uh, but I, the problem is, I don't. I think our greatest problem right now, and 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 collectively we need to work together. But one of the problems that I, I think that we need to to solve is education. We need to educate. Our peers, because see, a lot of the the, the dancers and uh, uh, that and people that have opened schools here don't have the kind of experience of Lawrence Carroll, Robert Bain, Victoria McIntosh, um, the older persons right. uh, who have studios. Um, they don't have that. I, I, I you know, um, they a lot of them are locally studied. Some of them have not really studied, mm-hmm. but they open a school. Um, but it's education that we actually need to 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 and in, in, um, in, in addition to trying to educate the public, we have to also 
educate our peers. Mm -hmm. But the thing about educating our peers, our peers have to be willing to accept. I'll give you an example of something. A couple of years ago, uh, the IDB um, gave Dance Bahamas a grant. They gave me the grant, and they and I refused the grant because I, I didn't want it, and there was a parent who just pursued me and said, you need to get this grant. They called me out of Washington, D.C., and they said, you need to have this grant, and this is what we want you to do with the grant, and I keep refusing. And eventually, um, um, I caved, and so they gave me this grant. And what the grant was supposed to do was to establish a trainer-trainer program. So when it got out there that this is what I was doing, um, the question was, who Robert Bain think he is? He think he knows everything. And so we didn't get the support. Now, I had to report back on that, and I felt really embarrassed doing that, to say that persons didn't want to take part in it. Now, I don't know how we're going to fix that. I don't know how we're going to. Uh, and, and in the last podcast, I, 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 I'm saying stuff like, well, I hope this is not one of those general cur uh, uh, um, generation curse of, one, of, of a sort, some kind of generation curse. But we have to find, there have to be a way to fix this. And how do we fix it? That is what I'm trying to, to get, Mr. Carroll. Well, I tell you the way to fix it. I guess you or me have to go into politics. Get into politics. Get into politics. Um, become the Minister of Culture, because I think the cultural entity needs its own ministry. Right? Yes, yes. And uh, because it'll be us in there speaking for us. Right. Okay, because we know what we need. The same thing when they started doing the the dance adjudication for the National Arts Festival. Mm -hmm. You know, the first year I did that, you know what everybody was asking me, even Bahamians? Are you a Bahamian? Right. I said, yes, I am. I said, wow, because we never experienced this and we never, nobody never told us anything. We just came and danced and laughed and we never heard anything. Nobody ever showed us anything. All Everybody was telling us how bad we were. Right. Okay. And I said, well, because I remember that too, because we had some foreign entrants that, that, that year. Mm -hmm. And every time it was time for me to do the evaluation, they always came right down to the front two rows. They sat there waiting anxiously to see what I would have to say about everything. Yeah. And then, you know, you're telling these kids, that, okay, you got a 20, and okay, you should have got, gotten a 20, but I give you a 50. And I'm giving them the 50 to give them the incentive to come back. Okay? Okay. You give them that encouragement, so, okay, they'll get a little certificate. Now, you tell them what they need to work on, what they need to develop, and then hopefully when they come back the next day, it would be better. I had a, a group from St. Anne's, and uh, they came, I think, twice. The first day they came, I just tore them to pieces, right? Right. And then they came back three days later, and they got really high marks. And then something clicked to me, said, were you guys here before? They said, yes, we were here on Monday. Mm -hmm. I said, wow. And I said, you see, they did not do so well. I told them what they had to fix, and they fixed it. Right. They came back, right. and wow. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Boy, we, <clears throat> we need um, 
the the whole cultural thing in the country needs a complete overhaul. Yeah. Um, I have no idea, like you say, if, if we want to fix part of it, we have to be politicians. And I have no I have no inkling or no desire to to get into politics. As an artist, I've always been um, told not to involve myself in politics. It's it's just mm-hmm. it's just you spend uh, years and years and years and years of training, and somebody could just slap you down in a matter of seconds. Um, but you know, I I I, I am I'm still I'm still baffled. Um, I don't. Uh, it's like I say, it's an education uh, uh, um, that we well our counterparts, people of our um, people of our in our area, um, need to actually uh, be educated uh, on on what is needed, and they need to be reassured that. That, that there are sufficient students, there are students in this country, enough students in this country for everybody to teach. Um, I don't know what, it, what it's going to take. E- even with the support of the National Dance Company, we don't get that sort of support, which, you know, initially that was the, the case where all the schools are supposed to support the company, but that didn't happen. So there's it, a whole thing behind that. And uh, as we start to, to, to develop this Podcast and and move forward. Uh, we will we'll talk about particular things, specific you know specific things um, um, that hopefully we might be able to address uh, addressed and hopefully get people to understand uh, how we feel and what we think. I, I said on the last podcast that being an artist in this country is is very dangerous. It's a it's a dangerous profession. It's it it, it kills you. It's mm-hmm. it's it's. Um, People only want you uh, when something they want to be impressive or they want to impress somebody. Uh, uh, this dignitary coming, that one is, to, and after that, they they really don't they really don't care. They really don't care. Um, now, how many times have we done a concert in uh, at the Dundas or uh, uh, with the national company uh, where we only had a half a house or almost mm-hmm. book house, and then we bring, bring in the Ailey company and the theater is packed from wall to wall. And then somebody comes up and said, "We didn't realize we had a company at that level here in the Bahamas." Yeah, but see, that's that's how we. <laughs> this is how we operate. Um, anything that is not ours, yes, is always highly supported. Yes. Okay. Um, I remember the time of the. I think it was the. Dance Theater Harlem, some junior company came yes, in yeah, and did that the, workshop thing. The ensemble, yes. That happened, and that was great. And every session was full. The shows were full. Every show was full. Mm-hmm. People paid what they had to pay. Everybody dressed up and came and spent their money, and mm-hmm. everybody felt so grand. Yes. Okay? Now, when it's time for me to do my show or you to do your show, where are these people? Yeah. yeah. Where are these people? Why aren't they there to support what we do? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And I understand everybody goes to whoever they go to, which is fine. But if you don't go to someone, but you're in that, you know, that circle of the dancers and all that sort of stuff, you should go out there and be also a part of what it is that they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, too, it's also survival. Yeah. You know, people teach because we have that's the only thing we love to do and that's the only thing that we do mm-hmm. and the only thing that we want to do right so we have to be compensated because we have to to live mm-hmm. 
All right. And uh, I think until we get to that point where powers that be respect people who are capable, okay, mm -hmm. and let them run the situation. Don't say, don't make it a popularity, a popularity contest mm -hmm. because this is, this is when we lose out. Yeah. You see? And, uh, and that's why we can never progress and we can never move forward. Because it's the same thing. We go right back to the 1973 show. My God, Clem, listen, when Clement Bethel was <clears throat> director of culture, he designated. He said, okay, y'all are dancers, y'all do this, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he said, this is what you have to do. We need to do a ballet about swimming. Mm -hmm. So you go away and do your ballet with swimming, and then he leave you alone. Mm -hmm. And then you come back, and he says, "Oh, I love this." Okay, I, then we the movement inspire him to write mm -hmm. the music. Well, he loved. I know Clement loved dancers. He, you know? he had a he loved dancers. And, uh, and Clement, Clement, ah oh man, he always gave it to the dancers, to the dancing, the singers, to the singing, yeah. the musicians play the music. Yes. And he stayed out of it. He delegated. Yeah, he, he, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he was, um, Mr. Bethel uh, possessed a, a, the, the right kind of temperament um, to be the director at that time. Um, uh, he was, uh, he understood. He, he was, uh, he was in a, con he, uh, even though he was a, a pianist uh, and uh, a good one at that, he was the, the the consummate artist because he understood. He had an appreciation for the dancers. He had appreciation for all aspects of the arts, and um, and uh, that made it that made life a little easier uh, for the fact that um, you know people felt uh, felt apart. They felt apart. Um, so anyhow, we we I think at some point in time we're gonna crack the code. On what it is that we need to do to fix uh, uh, the the the, um, the situation that we're in, because I I really do not want to see in the next fifty years somebody having a podcast and having the same conversation that we're <laughs> that we that that we're having. Join me for a continuation of this discussion with Lawrence Carroll. You'll be listening to Tea and Talk. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations.